0: The Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial has entered its sixth and likely final week of testimony. Over these six weeks, we have had a lot of news. The war in Ukraine, surging inflation, Elon Musk tries to buy Twitter, political primaries, a leaked Supreme Court draft opinion that could spell the end of Roe v. Wade, a baby formula crisis, I could go on. But for these six weeks, If you've logged into any kind of social media, you've been subjected to just an onslaught of...
1: I have a message for Amber Heard. Amber, I just would like to, oh! (laughs) I thought you were gonna punch me.
0: (laughs) Head on today explained why the internet hates Amber Heard.
1: I know it's really sad. There's no court for the next week, but it's perfect. It gives me time to dissect Amber's life on the stand. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.
0: A few months ago, a stingray got pregnant. Except there were no male stingrays in the tank, which raised a question. Who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? But scientists think... There is no daddy. And it's not just this stingray. All kinds of animals are getting pregnant all on their own. This week on Unexplainable, what exactly is going on here? Follow Unexplainable for new episodes every Wednesday. Today, today explain. Caitlin Tiffany, staff writer at The Atlantic, you recently wrote about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and why the internet hates Amber Heard so much. Is it just me or is it on like every platform, everywhere.
1: Yeah, it is. I think it's been bubbling up for about a month. The first wave of coverage was journalists being like, is this real? Like, are these bots? Are these people? This can't possibly be, like, such a widespread topic of debate.
0: Hundreds of miles away from the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, this high-profile case will be right here in Fairfax County. And in a rare move, cameras will be allowed inside the
1: courtroom. Like, what seems immediately attractive about this story, I think, is that it's the kind of thing that involves a lot of Salacious details and a lot of different celebrity players, including like Elon Musk very tangentially.
0: Attorneys may want to hear from the world's wealthiest man because he dated Amber Heard.
1: So it really appeals to this culture that's super concentrated on the Internet right now of like investigation and amateur sleuthing. All right, you guys, let's get into it. More lies Amber told on Stand Part I can't keep up. (laughs) What I would call like pop culture true crime.
0: Pop culture true crime.
1: You know, kind of like the aftermath of the Free Britney movement. Mm -hmm. Um, People are really interested in this process of like wading through court documents and through various like depositions and testimony. Remember Source X? They said Amber definitely went through hard times because of his addiction, but he was not abusive. I think it's just like a really rich well of content to mine, I guess. Uh. More so even than just the normal speculating about a celebrity where you have paparazzi photos to go through. Amber
0: heard lying again after they played a recording of her hitting Johnny Depp.
1: Dan, that's you and Mr. Depp on that recording, right? That's correct. And Mr. Depp was hiding from you in the bathroom. Isn't that right, Ms. Hurd? I think a lot of people got into this during the pandemic with, like, the Gabby Petito case or um, QAnon. <laughs> I don't think this is directly related to QAnon, but I think it's, like, the same kind of urge to put, like, these puzzle pieces together and pull from from this really big sprawl of documents and hidden connections. And so I think that's part of it.
0: Let's just wind back and talk about everything that's happened up until this point. These two people—they really seem to hate each other now, but that wasn't always the case, right? Yeah. She's of another era, you know. I mean, it's—it's it's like walking into a room and meeting um, um, Lauren Bacall or or or, or uh, Betty Davis or you know any of the, the sort of great Veronica Lake or.
1: So Johnny Depp and Amber Heard met in 2009, which would have been maybe not the peak of his career, but still a high point of his career, definitely like amidst Pirates of the Caribbean frenzy.
0: You're supposed to be dead!
1: Am I not? And the beginning of Amber Heard's career. So she was much younger than him, like 20 years younger than him. They started dating in 2012, and in 2015 they got married, and they were only married for a year. In 2016, Amber Heard filed for... Divorce and requested a protective restraining order, which she was granted by a judge in Los Angeles. The 30-year-old actress accused Depp of verbal, emotional, and physical abuse. Well, well before the events of Me Too, which arguably was kicked off in October 2016 with the Trump Hot mic. This was locker room talk. The story was kind of murky. There weren't a lot of details available. They released these kind of, like, vague statements. They were saying that there wasn't, like, an intention of physical harm in their relationship, which was very vague. And then they also said that Amber Heard hadn't lied for financial gain. Um, so that was vague, too.
0: Hmm. So even way back then, in 2016, the two of them essentially signed statements saying... Amber Heard did not make anything up for money.
1: Right. But it also didn't, you know, outline any culpability on Jenny Depp's part either. You know, at first, she she got the $7 million divorce settlement, but she said she would be donating all of it. So there wasn't as much controversy, as far as I recall, about this situation at that time because there weren't a lot of details available and there wasn't much to create a, a narrative out of. So that's where it starts.
0: How does that start to change?
1: Yeah, so it starts to change when the allegations are sort of resurfaced because of Me Too and because of the attention that was being put on sexual abuse and, and violence in, in Hollywood and in popular culture in 2017. And then Amber Heard becomes in ambassador on women's rights for the ACLU.
0: Here we are, enduring and surviving almost too much, and I want to just be one of the many, many voices right now of women, of countless women who are standing up and saying, enough is enough, hear me too, yes, me too,
1: time's up. That's the capacity in which she wrote the op-ed for The Washington Post, in which she talks about herself as a public figure who represents domestic abuse and had all these experiences with a more powerful man who she doesn't name, but her allegations get a lot of coverage, including The the Sun, a British tabloid, writes a headline about them in which it refers to Johnny Depp as a wife-beater. So that instigated um, him suing the tabloid for libel in the UK, which is a important precedent in this case because in the course of that trial which took place in 2020 Amber Heard testified specifically to substantiate the claim that Johnny Depp was a literally quote unquote a a wife beater.
0: This morning Johnny Depp lost his libel trial against The Sun after they branded him a wife beater. Judge Mr Justice Nickel found that
1: 12 of the 14 alleged incidents of domestic violence were in his words substantially true. And In 2019, then um, Johnny Depp filed the lawsuit against Amber Heard for defamation because of her Washington Post op-ed, which has brought us to this trial now. That's the claim that the the jury will be deliberating on.
0: So basically, the UK has already been through this to some degree, and they decided that Johnny Depp is, in fact, a wife-beater. Correct. And then he sues Amber Heard again at some point in Virginia?
1: Yeah, he sued in Virginia for sort of complicated legal reasons, but essentially, like, in California, where Amber Heard and Johnny Depp both live, you can file to dismiss a frivolous defamation lawsuit before a trial. So, obviously, that's something Amber Heard would have tried to take advantage of had she been sued in California, but um, that is not part of the defamation laws in Virginia, where, um, you know, the Washington Post- you know, maintain some of its business operations, which is why Johnny Depp was able to sue there instead.
0: Uh Aha.
1: That's like a pretty common move increasingly. I think Virginia is getting a bit of a reputation as a quote-unquote libel tourism state for that reason.
0: Wow. So he's very much suing her there because it might be easier for him to win there.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe his lawyers are suing there because it'll be easier for him to win there. I don't know how much he knows about libel law.
0: And this lawsuit is very much about the op-ed that Amber Heard wrote in the Washington Post in 2018.
1: Right. I think, you know, basically the, the case would be about proving that Amber Heard is lying, proving that seemingly he seems to be intent on proving that she was actually the abusive partner in the relationship. And then secondarily, he will probably have to prove that what she wrote about caused him significant financial or emotional harm of some kind.
0: And despite the trial being very sad and personal and, 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 and salacious, if you just consumed it via the internet, you'd think it's just one big joke.
1: Right. I have a message for Amber Heard. Amber, I just would like to... Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to punch me. <laughs> so basically, as soon as as testimony started being presented in the trial, there was this kind of cottage industry of people pulling moments from it, either because they were really disturbing, and it was kind of a watching a car accident type of situation, or because they wanted to make fun of them. So Amber, what do you recall on June the 16th?
0: I don't know, he just, he was looking at me! And I just saw! I just saw! In his eyes brown. Because his eyes, they're brown and I,
1: I... For example, in some of Amber Heard's testimony, she was describing a moment in which Johnny Depp slapped her across the face. Pretty quickly on TikTok, there were dozens of... Teenagers acting this scene out in order to highlight what they felt was an inconsistency. I said, Johnny, you hit me. You hit me. In the face. My back was torched, but you hit me in the face. But I mean, obviously, she meant that she had been hit so hard that she was facing the other way and then had to turn back around. But But pretty much immediately, people were acting it out, making fun of these inconsistencies they thought they saw in her testimony, picking out these really grotesque images. Like, um, Johnny Depp has accused Amber Heard of pooping in his bed. So they've come up with these nicknames like... An Amber Turd fan. Accused her of exploiting, like, Me Poo instead of Me Too sympathy. And there have been just, like, just meme after meme after meme after viral rumor. You know, I've seen claims that she murdered her own mother so that she wouldn't be able to testify in favor of Johnny Depp. It's been weird to see just, like, how pervasive it is because I don't think that it's only Johnny Depp fans. I've seen members of all kinds of fandoms talking about how disgusting they find Amber Heard. I follow a lot of Harry Styles accounts for for work-related reasons, and a lot of them were tweeting, like, Amber Heard is the plague, claiming that she's, like, setting women's rights back by making up these claims. It's just, it's a total mess. And my friend Ryan Broderick, who has an internet culture newsletter called Garbage Day, his coverage of it he titled, like, something like all the worst people on the internet have found each other. And I felt like that was a really (laughs) accurate summation of what's going on.
0: Why all the meanies on the internet are being so mean to Amber Heard? In a minute on Today Explained. Support for Today Explained comes from Mint Mobile, the only cell phone that tastes good. When the deal is too good to be true, there's probably a catch, right? That incredibly cheap flight to Europe, you probably can't bring a bag or pick your seat or use the restroom. So when I tell you that Mint Mobile offers wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month, when you purchase a three month plan, you're probably wondering, what's the catch? Well, according to Mint Mobile, there is no I've never personally kept my information out of the hands of data brokers, but perhaps Vox's business team's Claire White has.
1: Removing the data that Delete Me found was super easy because I didn't have to do anything. They already removed my information across sites that they deemed as unsafe.
0: and enter the code TODAY at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash TODAY. The code is TODAY. I used to be respected. People took me at my word. Then I became a lawyer representing Amber Heard. Caitlin Tiffany, staff writer at The Atlantic. You mentioned earlier that when we first started seeing Amber Heard Johnny Depp stuff on on TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. The initial feeling a lot of people had was something like, this must be bots. This must be fake. Someone is paying for this. But eventually, we realized that it was indeed real.
1: Yeah. There were quite a few firms who analyzed bot activity that looked into it, and they found Couple hundred bots or something, which I think is pretty typical around any major news event. There are, are people who will create bots to participate in it for various reasons, probably have to do with click farming. But yeah, I mean, in general, this is real. It's been pushed out on on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, and I think part of the reason that it's everywhere is that it's being pushed around by these groups that are already really tightly networked and are already really good at amplification, and that would especially be fans and fandom.
0: So are these Johnny Depp fans?
1: Yeah, some of them are definitely Johnny Depp fans.
0: Who knew his fans were this passionate until now?
1: I know. I think I think that's part of why people were surprised, because everyone knows who Johnny Depp is. I think he had a little bit of a resurgence when he got involved in the Harry Potter movies.
0: Magic blooms only in rare
1: souls. So some of it's definitely Johnny Depp fandom. A lot of it is also this kind of separate phenomenon called anti-fandom.
0: Anti-fandom.
1: Yeah, anti-fandom.
0: Like you're a fan of not being a fan?
1: Right, yeah. In a lot of fandoms, they're called antis. People who just viscerally hate a celebrity or if you're talking about a fictional character, a fictional character. And that is what determines their fan practice. And I think in this case, there's definitely a huge faction that doesn't care so much about Johnny Depp at all. I've actually gotten a lot of emails from people that start, I'm not a Johnny Depp fan, but Hmm. people are going online to hate Amber Heard specifically. It's not anti-feminism. I'm very for feminism. It's anti-Amber Heard. There's a difference. And some of those people are Johnny Depp fans who think that she's manipulating him and controlling him and ruining his life. And others just see her as this sort of, like, dangerous figure who's making women look bad or disgusting to them in some other way. But that is, like, as highly personal and engaging and fixation-inducing as regular fandom.
0: It sounds like anti-fandom didn't come to be in light of this trial. What's, like, the history of anti-fandom? What else have people been anti-fans of?
1: The example that I have touched on the most in my own work is in the One Direction fandom. One of the members, Louis Tomlinson, he had sort of a surprise pregnancy situation with a, a woman that he had been dating casually. Louis is expecting a baby with Los Angeles-based stylist Brianna Jungworth, also 23. This was a very big deal within the fandom because a lot of people believed that he was secretly gay and closeted and in love with Harry Styles. Oh. So yeah, as soon as this pregnancy became news, it was like narratively undesirable, impossible, there had to be a different story to explain why, you know, he would be on Good Morning America saying,
0: Obviously, it's it's a very exciting time. So uh, I'm buzzing. Thank you.
1: Pretty much immediately, like an anti-fandom sprung up around the woman that he impregnated, Brianna Jungworth, who was not a person who was in the public eye, really, until this incident. And this really aggressive anti fandoms sprung up around her. They were analyzing every one of her outfits, every one of her tweets, every one of her Instagram posts, but they were doing it because they hated her. And so they variously portray her as this, like, mastermind who's manipulating Louis Tomlinson and ruining his life. And then they also, you know, discuss her as, like, stupid and gross and often, like, accusing her of being, like, a bad or delinquent mother. All of these things that seem on their face to be so obviously misogynistic, but what was interesting to me about them and about all of the anti-fandom examples that I would kind of bring up in relationship to Amber Heard was that they claimed to actually be feminists and said, I'm not misogynistic If I don't criticize this woman because she's a woman, that's misogynistic. And actually, she's the one making women look bad. And, um, like, it's my responsibility almost as a woman to call her out because, like, men can't see what she's doing. That became, like, a huge part of the Amber Heard anti-fandom, which was why I felt like, okay, this is part of a continuum or a pattern in fandom. We hate these women, but we are no longer comfortable saying... I hate women, they're gross. So instead, we have these, like, contorted explanations of, like, well, I hate this woman because, you know, she's evil, or I hate this woman because she's actually undermining me too, or she's actually an abuser, she's actually doing all of these things that go against my progressive politics and my interest in social justice.
0: Do we we have any idea if these anti-fandoms are more often directed at women?
1: Yeah, it's definitely more often women than men. You know, people hate all manner of celebrities for all different reasons. But I think the the anti-fandoms that pick up a lot of momentum are the ones that are focused on women. Um, Another example I've reported on is Benedict Cumberbatch's wife, Sophie Hunter, His fans claim that she is just part of an international, like, drug and human trafficking ring. What? Yeah, it's wild. Um,
0: (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch's wife, what did she do to anybody?
1: I guess it's just that people were really surprised by how quickly they got married. They don't believe that their children are real. You know, they think she faked all of her pregnancies. Fake pregnancy is, like, or, like, lies about paternity is, like, really common in all of these conspiracy theories.
0: Gee, get a life, internet.
1: I mean, and just to be clear, like, there's no evidence at all that Sophie Hunter is, like, an international crime syndicate mafia boss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. I mean, thinking about Benedict Cumberbatch's wife and, you know, this guy from One Direction's, like, ex-girlfriend, baby mama, whatever, Amber Heard has more reason to actually have fans than any of those people. She was in an Aquaman movie or two. I can't tell. But <laughs> is anyone coming to her defense?
1: There's definitely, like, little groups on Twitter and Tumblr that are supporting Amber Heard. I spoke to a woman who had made a new Twitter account specifically for that purpose, to, like, debunk claims about Amber Heard's testimony that were blatantly ridiculous. Or to point out the way that making fun of her claims of being abused, whether or not you ultimately think she's telling the truth about every single one of those claims, it's still... Like, really messed up to just like make jokes about domestic violence on the internet right. um, all day long.
0: Yeah. It just feels like we're supposed to be a little bit more mature at this point after Me Too, after Black Lives Matter, after just having some sense online that like there is reason to be a little more sensitive to people. It's sort of shocking to see how brutal people are willing to be to this individual who is on the stand. Whether you believe her or not, like, pouring her heart out and crying and talking about just awful things that may or may not have happened in her life. I mean, we don't know, but it just feels wise to keep a distance and maybe respect it. But that is not the way this has gone.
1: I mean, if you're the type of person who makes any kind of content for the internet, there's certainly an incentive to start making content making fun of Amber Heard or at least following the trial from an anti-Amber Herd perspective. And there's been some, like, good reporting about YouTubers totally pivoting to that kind of coverage because it gets tons of views. Or um, I was following this Instagram user who used to do, like, totally generic lifestyle you know, here's my beautiful house in California type of stuff. Like, her account has gone through, like, several phases of gaining, like, hundreds of thousands of followers. And it's always because she starts covering something like Free Britney or Gabby Petito and, most recently, Johnny Depp. She just goes all day long posting clips from the trial and emoting about, oh, I can't believe Amber Heard used to make fun of Johnny Depp's Wynona Forever tattoo. Like, we love Wynona. I think she specifically said that was evidence of Amber Heard's psychopathic derangement because she would make fun of that tattoo. Her audience is clearly eating it up. There's definitely, like, motivation to make this kind of stuff. It's, it's, it is really strange to see a Me Too backlash coming from seemingly, like, young women. That's not the corner where I thought it would come from.
0: Caitlin Tiffany is a staff writer at The Atlantic, where she wrote an article titled Why the Internet Hates Amber Heard. Recently, you can read it at theatlantic.com. Our show today was produced by Amina Sadi, edited by Matthew Collette, backtracked by Laura Bullard. And engineered by Paul Mounsey, I'm Sean Ramos firm. It is today explained.